Welcome to Black History 365 Throwdown, a series where I explain, educate, and explore historical events on some black figures in world history and recount the struggles and triumphs of black people worldwide. I'm your host, Yusuf Fursi, and on this episode, I present the story of the first owner of a black bookstore in the United States and abolitionist, David Ruggles. David Ruggles was an abolitionist, businessman, journalist, hydrotherapist, and the first owner of a black bookstore in the United States. Ruggles was born in 1810 in Norwood, Connecticut, and attended the Sabbath School for the Poor, which began admitting people of color in 1815. Moreover, in 1827, he left Connecticut for New York City and pursued a steady job at a grocery store. He would work at that job for the next four years. Ruggles is widely accepted to be known as the first African-American bookseller. While working at his bookstore, he extended many publications and prints that promoted the abolition of slavery in opposition to the efforts of the American Colonization Society, which denounced a black settlement in Liberia. This promotion was the catalyst for black settlement to leave the U.S. from Mississippi to Africa and make a significant impact on Liberia. Furthermore, Ruggles would later take on a printing job letterpress work, picture framing, and book binding to augment his income. Unfortunately, in September 1835, a white anti-abolitionist mob burned down his store. In 1833, Ruggles began his travels across the Northeast, promoting the Emancipator and Journal of Public Morals, an abolitionist weekly. Not only did Ruggles write articles and pamphlets, but he also gave lectures denouncing slavery and Liberian colonization. This gave him notoriety and made him a figure of rising prominence in abolitionist circles in the late 1830s. Equally important, when the Underground Railroad was in effect, Ruggles was active during it from 1835 to 1838. In 1835, when the New York Vigilance Committee was organized, Ruggles became the secretary of this rare interracial organization. His work with the committee led to his involvement in numerous court cases where he helped organize a legal defense against fugitive slaves who fled up north. In the first year of the organization's existence, Ruggles intervened in over 300 fugitive slave cases. In September 1838, Ruggles took on the case of an escaped Maryland slave by the name of Frederick Washington Bailey. Later, Bailey changed his name to what everyone knows him as today, which is Frederick Douglass. Fast forward to 1842, and David Ruggles is a shell of himself and in poor health. At this time, virtually blind, and his physician didn't think he would live more than a few weeks. Lydia Marie Child, a prominent white abolitionist, learned about Ruggles' health and brought him to Northampton, Massachusetts, where the Northampton Association of Education and Industry was located. It was composed of fellow abolitionists, and they accepted him as a member. In addition, while he was recuperating, he learned about hydrotherapy. He was said to be able to diagnose ailments by a sense of touch called cutaneous electricity. Ruggles' first patients included wealthy members of the Northampton Association of Education and Industry, which further enhanced his reputation as a healer. Not to mention, on January 1st, 1846, Ruggles purchased land and a building so he could conduct hydropathic treatments. He became famous in the field and modestly wealthy 
offering a cure for ailments claimed by conventional medicines to be incurable. William Lloyd Garrison was one of his notable patients. Ruggles continued his profession as a hydropathist up until he began experiencing an inflamed optic nerve in his left eye in September 1849. From there, he was placed in the care of his mother and sister. Three months later, on December 26, 1849, David Ruggles died in Northampton, Massachusetts, of a severe case of inflammation of the bowels. And this concludes this episode. For more information on this podcast, you can visit the site blackhistory365throwdown.wordpress.com and you can find all episodes for all seasons on there. The show is made possible by Anchor, which is providing a great and easy-to-use service for new and seasoned podcasters. If you enjoy learning something new from the show, then make sure to subscribe on Spotify or whichever platforms you listen to your podcast on. By doing this, you will stay up to date on my future episodes. Lastly, remember that Black history should be learned about and celebrated every day, and not just 28 days. So stay educated, and thank you for listening. I'm your host, Yusuf Hersey, and until the next episode, peace.